You are listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number 35. Hello, my human friends. How are you? I hope you're doing amazing today and I want to welcome back all of you who are already listeners of the show. I am so glad that you are here for another episode of The Humans We Are. And if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you and I want to confirm that you are in the right place. If you want to have a different kind of relationship with yourself, with your body, with your future, with your past, with the way that you are and have been, and if there's anything that you would like to change in that relationship with yourself, my aim here is to support you with that. And the way that I aim to help you accomplish that is with three components, support, tools, and information or education to help you understand yourself better and create that change that you so want to see in you. One of my clients told me in our session this week, about how it was so hard for her to slow down and how it felt really, really uncomfortable. And that even when she intellectually knew that she had some time to wind down, it was so uncomfortable that she just filled up that time with things that she quote unquote had to do. And almost like the only way that she could actually not use that time being productive or um, just doing things that were on her to-do list was to just disconnect with social media or just like numbing out with TV or things like that. So I thought this is really a good topic for an episode because it's so common. I hear that all the time. And to be honest, it's my experience sometimes, not so much anymore, but it for sure has been in the past. And the thing is that you, if you, if you want to be able to slow down so that you can heal from burnout and so that you can actually learn to enjoy your life, you will have to learn to show your nervous system that it is safe to slow down. You will need to recalibrate that perception or, or neuroception of danger in your system. Everyone can slow down and can heal. Every human has the potential to heal, but not everyone will. And the reason is that teaching your nervous system that you're safe, recalibrating it, it takes a ton of work. It takes patience and love and time and repetition and trial and error. It doesn't happen overnight. And I'm really sorry about that. Those of you who might be looking for the quick fix, for the three steps, for the um, shortcuts, you may never heal because you won't be willing to start the 10,000 mile journey. You won't take the next step, the first step. And in a week from now, a month, three months, a year, three years, you will still be looking for that quick fix where you could be already halfway through if you had started now with that first step. All your nervous system cares about 
at any moment is, am I safe or am I in danger? If it thinks you're in danger, if it, it senses danger, and you may or may not actually be in danger, but it's the neuroception of danger. If it senses that you are in danger, you won't be able to make a change because it will feel too dangerous. Think about it. Those of you who feel like you can't slow down, take a moment to connect with yourself and notice what comes up when you consider just stopping. Stay with, stay with that possibility until something emerges clearly. You may notice there's some fear in there associated with, with slowing down. But we don't usually take the time to really look at that fear and decide whether or not it's justified. And we just act from that fear without really knowing much about what it's all about. So if you've noticed that it's too hard to slow down for you and your system, your mind, they're really clever. So there's always something that you could be doing. And if you don't take the time to examine that list of possible things that you quote unquote should be doing with your time, it's very easy to take them for, for true priorities when in fact you're just allowing fear to run you. So decide now on when you can take 20 to 30 minutes to do this exercise that I'm going to tell you about now. It can be today, tonight, over the weekend. It doesn't matter when, but pick a time when you will do this and mark it on your calendar. Mark it today as soon as you can. So if you're driving, don't, don't do it now, but just make sure that today you mark on your calendar when you will take 20 to 30 minutes to do this exercise and make it a commitment with yourself. And if you only can do it for 10 to 15 minutes, that's going to be plenty anyway. So take that time, take that time to flash out a list of all the things that your mind says that you have to do. Everything that in the background, your mind is uh, adding to your to-do list. Just put it all on paper. Include everything. And if you want, you can have two columns like work and personal, or you can make it three and you can do one work, family and personal. And put first all the things that are recurrent. So all the things that you um, repeat over and over, like for example, uh, shopping for groceries, that's recurrent. Or maybe if you do the cleaning, or maybe laundry or anything that you have to do uh, constantly or periodically, put all of those things first. And then put all the things that are like a one-time project or, or something that you would like to get done at some point. For example, cleaning out the garage could fit into this category or something like that, that doesn't require to be repeated periodically. And now look at your calendar and decide what slowing down could look like to you at the beginning. So what I mean by that is what is a, a very small step in the direction of slowing down that feels challenging but still doable and it doesn't feel like complete danger 
And this is important because if you get too ambitious at this point, you're not going to do it because we are now going to mark it on your calendar. We're going to protect first the time that you are going to take for yourself to slow down before you put anything else, any of those tasks, even the recurrent ones, you are going to block on your calendar the time that you need or that you want to start to slow down. So it's going to be different for each one of you. And there's no right way or, or right amount of time to aim for. For some of you, you may be able to tolerate to slow down for 15 minutes a week because more than that feels too activating for your nervous system. And that's okay. That's perfect. Start where it feels like it's a stretch, but still doable. And you want to meet yourself where you're at. So don't look um, to your friends or to like, don't compare yourself with anyone else. And be gentle. Hear me out on this. We want to be super gentle with your nervous system at this point and help it see and experience safety. And this means that you will need to slowly adjust and recalibrate as, as you show your nervous system that you're actually safe. We don't want to re-traumatize you by trying to go too fast. And for others of you, you may want to have 15 minutes every day. And for you, that feels like a stretch, but it still feels doable to take 15 minutes every day to slow down and relax. And these are just two examples. You may want to do 15 minutes three times a week. You may want to do an hour every day. Just think of your specific situation and what feels doable, but still like a stretch and do what you can and set an expectation that you're likely to follow through on. Something worth mentioning at this point is that you can always go back. Like for example, you wanted to start with 30 minutes every day and after the first week you realize that you're actually not doing it. Then instead of trying to keep it that way, so keep the 30 minutes every day that you're not going to do and you're going to start um, kind of like training yourself to not follow through on that commitment, I'd much rather you change it to something less ambitious. Like you could cut back to 10 minutes every day or 30 minutes once a week, whatever you can actually follow through to start and, and begin building that identity that you are some someone who follows through on her commitments with herself and also someone who takes time to slow down consistently. Okay. All right. Now, during this slow down time, make sure that you use that time on things that are really nourishing to you. And I suggest, I strongly, strongly suggest making this slow down time screen free. Otherwise, we, when we use screens, we tend to dissociate from, from our bodies in, in the present moment and the current experience. And it's not going to serve the purpose of actually helping your nervous system integrate a sense of safety in the present moment while slowing down. So some examples of things that you could do with those, with those minutes, with that time, are to go for a walk, 
you can journal, you can play with your pet, your dog, your cat, you can do art, whatever you like, but just try to make it scream free. And if possible, don't use this time to engage with your kids. So make that a separate time because we want you to focus on regulating your nervous system first and then we can incorporate other humans. But for now, even if you can only do this for 10 minutes a week, but that you actually focus on yourself, so be it. Don't try to um, kill two birds with one stone and, and try to make this also the time that you spend with your kids, okay? And you need to protect this slow down time on your calendar first. And then you're going to put the other things that you flushed out earlier. And if you can't fit everything that you flushed in that previous download, this is a good opportunity for you to just delete some of the things and really make peace and make the powerful decision that there are some things that you are not going to focus on for now. Because if you don't make that decision, they're going to still be in the back of your mind and your brain is going to try to remind you of them uh, here and there. And it's just not going to be helpful. So you can take a look at that list and decide if there are any things that you can just give up on, on even the idea of um, eventually making that, doing them, just delete them. There might be things that you can delegate. You can maybe outsource to someone else. And it's very important here that you don't let yourself get overly ambitious and ideally that you actually do the opposite. So what I mean by that is, for example, let's say that you are getting home usually by 7 p.m. And at that time, there's like this whole list of things that you tell yourself that, that you have to do. And now you're going to block the time to unwind and slow down first. So let's say that you block 10 or 15 minutes to do that. And then you want to cram everything else that you were always going to do anyway in the remaining time. That's not going to be helpful and it's just setting yourself up for failure. And as you do this exercise, notice what comes up. And make sure that you really make the commitment with yourself that you're going to prioritize this time to slow down before anything else that doesn't absolutely have to happen. Like for example, you have to um, pick up your kids from daycare or from school. Like of course you have to do that. But make sure that you're really being honest with yourself and that you are committing to prioritize the slowing down time. Otherwise, what we tend to do is we fall in the mindset of I will have time to myself or I will slow down once I finish X or Y or C or the whole list, which never happens. And that mindset of having to earn your rest or your personal time is just not helpful. And if you really think about it, you absorbed that way of thinking, that message unconsciously, who knows when, probably when you were younger and you didn't have um, a lot of, of filters 
to decide what you wanted to believe and think about yourself, how you wanted to treat yourself. You made that mindset yours without being intentional about it. But if you could choose today, you would never, ever choose to intentionally make yourself earn your rest, your personal time. It's your life. And this is how you make it how you want it to be. You, you have that power and you're not exercising it fully when you let these old mindsets run you without actually choosing them consciously. So as you do this exercise, pay attention to the stories that will start emerging in you. When fear doesn't allow you to slow down, what is the perceived threat about? What could happen if you slow down? And capture those stories. Don't judge them as they come up. And there might be some really extreme stories and those are easy to disqualify. Like for example, for me, a story has been that if I slow down, I won't make enough money and I will lose everything. Like we won't have food, to eat, we will lose the house, we will end up poor on the streets, or if I slow down, nobody will respect me, or things like very extreme like that. And your story could be similar to that. It feels very, very real. And we have a lot of quote-unquote evidence that that is true because we've been on the hamster wheel for so long and we are not on the street, right? And we connect those two things. But Honestly, we can't prove that the fact that we have never slowed down or that we, the fact that we have burned ourselves down to the ground is the reason that we have a roof and money and food and all those good things. It could even be that we have all those things despite not resting or despite not slowing down. Try to remember what are your first memories of having to do, do, do and go, go, go and how that helped you feel safe and in control and let compassion come up for that version of you who developed that association and decide to start looking for evidence that even if you are not constantly on, you might still be safe. Even if you don't work after the kids are in bed or if you don't work on the weekends, even if you don't check your email outside of work hours or all the time, even if you really disconnect when you go on vacation, nothing bad happens and much good has the chance to happen too. So if you want to learn more about this, if you want to see how this all applies to you, to your specific situation with your specific past and, and story and, and history, you can work with me and I will guide you for how to apply this to your specific situation. If you want to find out more about how I can do that, I recommend to book a free consult, which you can do by going to carolafuertes.com slash consult. And you can also find more about what I do and what I stand for on my Instagram, which is at Fuertes Carola. My website is carolafuertes.com. And I suggest that in, in my bio on Instagram, you just peruse the links there to learn more. 
And if you want to support this show, you can follow it or subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts and honest reviews in the platform that you are listening to right now are always an amazing way to support the show. And I will be forever grateful if you do that. And I will also show you out in a future episode. So if you have any comments, any suggestions for topics to cover or any feedback of any kind that you would like to get to me, you can email me carola at carolafuertes.com is the address or you can DM me on Instagram where again I am at Fuertes Carola. I love the interaction. It gets pretty lonely and I always appreciate the interaction. It's so nice to hear from you. Okay, I will be back next week, hopefully. And in the meantime, just make the commitment that you will take some time, whatever feels doable, even if it feels like it's not enough, it's enough to begin with. Meet yourself where you're at and take some time to slow down and just be. Okay, that's all for now, my friends. Bye-bye.